Hey mama, if you're anything like me, you may have never wanted to be a mom. And maybe along with that, you experienced some birth trauma. I get it. I did. I never wanted to be a mom either. And that's why I created this just for you. So follow along on this journey as I share with you my real life experiences and tips and tricks and all the things to help encourage and empower you along the way. Hey, hey, mama. Happy Wednesday. I am here at the moment without my daughter. It's been a few episodes since that has happened. She's here in the house, but with dad. Uh, She's a little upset (laughs) for that reason. Um, But I take advantage of those moments when I can to uh, just have a little work time just by myself and be able to speak with you lovely ladies. Um, So super excited about that. And today is week three of our five-part series for your healing journey after experiencing birth trauma. Uh, Last week, we talked all about getting your story out of your head and into the open. And today is going to be all about breaking that down now. And so you already, whether it was in writing, recording, and dancing, however that looked for you, now it's all about breaking that down into uh, smaller pieces and asking the hard questions, really diving deeper. So before we hop into the episode, let's go ahead and do our gratitudes. First gratitude for me is I hopped into a new uh, virtual devotional group that is bi-weekly. And I was hesitant for a while. Uh, The first time I was invited, it was on a bad day for me where it was kind of a busy evening. Uh, This time around, I was still a little hesitant. So when I found out the day switched, I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And I really enjoyed it. For me, I've kind of had to work on my mindset regarding that. So like I I prioritize God in the mornings. I I prioritize God on certain days, right? And I feel like this is an easy habit to fall into and it's not really necessarily healthy. So I prioritize these times with God and for God and I pray throughout the day. But then when it comes to adding in another study or um, another church event, like sometimes that can feel like another to do, right? And it's something I've been constantly working on. And so diving into this new study and adding this extra hour to an hour and a half during the week, um, I think will be really beneficial. And just knowing that it's not another to do, it's not another thing on the list. It's not taking more time away, that it will be totally worth it. And any time with God is worth it. So hopefully that's a little encouragement to you as well. If you've been kind of feeling that like to-do list style thing. Um, but Secondly, I had some much needed time with not only my best friend this week, but um, some time with just friends. And it had been a few weeks since I actually had some friend time in person. And that was really enjoyable and just nice to be in each other's presence, right? And thirdly, I found a new hobby thanks to (laughs) my friends today. So actually, okay, so Typically, I record these a couple days in advance. I'm, I'm recording this um, on Tuesday evening, 
it's a later recording than I, <laughs> I typically do. And so um, today, anyways, uh, my friends and I had a macrame day. I've never done macrame. May, I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. Um, and I found it really enjoyable. Like it was really calming for me and just, it was amazing because I have struggled for so long, like as long as I can remember really, to find something I love doing, a hobby or or something for enjoyment, for self-care, for filling my own cup, that sort of thing, outside of work. Work is something I love. Work is something that I am passionate about my work, or I should say I am very passionate about my work. And this podcast is part of my work that I'm so passionate about. And so I really, I I have the challenge of not getting sucked into my work too much because I enjoy working. And so having done this craft that I thought, I I honestly thought I might hate because it's a craft and I'm not a crafty person, not a crafty mom. And just a few minutes in and I was like, wow, Like, I really enjoy this. So I'm looking forward to like seeing where this hobby goes. I want to make it a regular thing. And so I'm very excited about that. Um, So with that said, uh, let's dive in to today's episode because I think this is going to be, no, I know this is going to be very beneficial. It was, it, it was for my own healing journey and it has been for the moms I've worked with one-on-one. So like I mentioned, last week was all about getting your story out of your head and into the open. Today is all about breaking it down and getting down to that nitty-gritty, the, the stuff we don't usually like to do because it is hard work, right? Um, it, it's exhausting. But this is, okay, so this is something I actually teach in my Birth Warrior course as well as it's included in the Sailor Journal, which by the way is available on Amazon. And, um, if you have not yet listened to last week's episode, episode 27, please pause this, go back, listen to that, and then come back to this because this isn't going to be beneficial for you if you haven't done the first part. Okay. So it's going to be a lot easier, um, to, to get into the nitty gritty when you really can kind of open that headspace and when you are looking at this piece by piece uh, because, some, you know, that, that mental fog, we tend to get that chaotic mind when we've experienced trauma and there's so much going through our heads at once um, and there's so many moments and experiences within that one big experience, right? So with this, you start with what stood out to you the most, okay? This is going to allow for greater clarity and understanding. And I highly encourage um, you, before you start to do this, just just spend a, a minute or two more, if you can, in prayer, asking God for guidance and for sustenance, because like I said, this is exhausting work. And it can be really taxing, um, but also just for the focus in all of this. So to do this, again, choose that. Choose one of the moments that stands out most to you. 
and focus only on this moment temporarily, okay? Only on this part because we're going to take this moment, take this experience and really peel back the layers. So ask yourself, what made that moment or experience stand out to you the most? What is it? Was it the mistreatment in that moment? Was it the invalidation you received? Maybe you weren't heard. What was it that stood out to you in that moment? And what about it was traumatic? Was it the people involved? The people who your your care providers were it was it your support system? or who is supposed to be your support system. Maybe it was a near death or feeling of near death experience. What about it was traumatic? And then in what ways did it affect you? And this this is mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Remember, we are holistic beings. I I know I say this over and over, but it is so important, so key to keep in mind as, as you're healing, as you're processing, because it's not just the physical that's been affected. It's not just your, your mental health that's been affected. It's everything, whether or not you're aware of it in this moment, each aspect affects another. And as you've probably already gathered, I should have said this before, but these are things you're going to want to write down and really save for yourself to work through because it's not something you want to rush through. So go ahead, pause this, grab yourself a pen and paper or pull up your notes on your phone, whatever works best for you, and go back, um, listen to the questions I asked. Um, That was... Ask yourself what made this moment experience stand out most and what about it was traumatic. And then you can go back and listen to those breakdowns if you want. And then in what ways did it affect you? And then once you've gone through each each aspect of your holistic being of how you've been affected, how that trauma has affected you, ask yourself, how has it impacted your relationships? This is a big one, and I I personally feel like this is, this can be a tougher one because as we begin to pull back these layers, as we begin to expose how much in our life has actually been affected by this trauma, we begin to see that it's so much greater than we even imagined, and that in healing and in processing, we're able to mend these things that were affected and make them even stronger, even better, okay? So now when I'm talking about relationships, this is your relationship with God, your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others. And and others can be broken down into many different forms, but I'll let you decide how you want to break that down. Um, when I work with moms one-on-one, we really dive deep, we really get into those relationship settings and um, specific persons, I should say. And as you ask yourself, as you do some introspection on 
how it's impacted your relationship with God. Maybe that looks like your spiritual health has has dwindled. Maybe it's really been impacted negatively and maybe you've lost you feel lost in your faith walk, um, your your relationship with yourself. Maybe you've lost your worth. You're you no longer embrace that God worth that you have. That you are so worthy in Christ. Okay, so that's that right there is a lot to unpack, and that can take a while, and that's okay. Again, take time on these. It. These questions also don't need to all be answered in one sitting, but if you feel like that you have the energy, you can create the energy to go for it. And once you've peeled back those layers of impact on relationships, ask yourself, is there someone or something you believe can make it all better? And if so, who, what, how, and most importantly, why? why right that question that we we like to stray from getting to the root of the issue why would that person or that thing or that whatever make it better for you and as you work through these for each part of your story you're not only going to gain deeper understanding and increased clarity but you'll process your trauma layer by layer and most importantly, at your own pace. Because we all need to process at our own pace. We all are on different journeys. Each one of us is going to process a little differently than another, in a little different time frame than another. And like I said, at first, this can feel, and even through the process, not just at first, but especially at first, it can be daunting and you feel really difficult to do. It's, it's such taxing work, but I want to encourage you with a couple great verses that really uplift you through this process and offer you hope as you go through it. And these are Psalm 143, or I'm sorry, Psalm 147.3 and 2 Corinthians 12.9. Psalm 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, reminding you that Yes, there is this season of pain, there is this season of grief, suffering, whatever it is, and you're heartbroken. And through this process, it might reopen some of those wounds. It might, it might tear a little deeper into those wounds. But God heals the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds and put you in there. He heals your brokenheartedness. He heals your broken heart. He binds up your wounds. Make it a little more personal. And then 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That is not in your doing. This is all in Christ's doing, God's work in you, God's strength, God's sustenance. And that's why I encouraged you at the beginning of this to to pray and to ask for that guidance and strength and sustenance. Um, But it just gives hope that God's grace is sufficient for you, that even in this time of weakness and struggle, that God's power is, is made perfect 
and that we can boast in his abilities he because in our weaknesses that's when he shines through most right so um, with those two verses of encouragement i will bring this to a close and as always god gave us the power of choice mama how will you choose to live today have a great rest of your week and i'll see you next week You, Mama, you have the power to move forward. You have the power of choice. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to heal. You can choose to move forward.